Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and good evening, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of The Vibrarian Show. My name is Joelle, and I'm your host, The Vibrarian, and I'm here because I believe that knowledge is power. And so every week we're on an exploration to examine the topics and subjects that fascinate us. Sometimes they're mysterious, sometimes they're common, but it's an opportunity for us to kind of explore these topics together. As you know, I'm a librarian in my former career, but now as a librarian, my goal is to uplift your vibration with positive information to empower you to make the best choices possible and basically just spread good cheer everywhere I go. And this show is one of the ways that I do that. Now, you can tune into the show on the Blog Talk Radio website at blogtalkradio.com slash the vibrary, and that's T-H-E-V-I-B-E-R-A-R-Y. And you can also call during the show. The show line is 646-668-8988. If you have a question or a comment, want to contribute to the conversation, just press the one key, and that will let me know that you want to come onto the air, and I'll bring it on as soon as possible throughout the evening. Now, I also would love for you to join the community of people that I like to call the Good Vibe Tribe. Uh, this is on my Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all the people who are coming together as a community, because I believe your vibe attracts your tribe. And so we're all high vibration and trying to go higher. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook with the same handle. It's at the vibrarian, and that's V as in vibration, I-B-E as in energy, R-A-R-Y excuse me, R-A-R-I-A-N, librarian. And so um, if you have a post that you want to share, an article that you think is really encouraging, something to make people laugh or smile or generally increase the positivity factor in their life, please tag me or tag the Good Vibe Tribe, hashtag Good Vibe Tribe or at the librarian so that I can pass it on to the rest of the community out there. Let's make the positivity viral. <laughs> So as I said, every Thursday I'm here to have a conversation about the subjects that interest me, things that fascinate me, um, and so I'm very glad that you're joining me. If you're listening on the phone line tonight, again, just press the one key so that I know that you want to contribute to the conversation, and we'll just take it from there. So tonight I want to explore the topic of the Libra New Moon Energy. So as you know, the moon cycles are wonderful times for us to use the energy that is present in our in our universe in order to either manifest or release or do all manner of um, energetic activity in our life. And so uh, these new moons and full moons, as you know, the full moon is when it is huge and bright, and we all love looking at that, especially the fall, the harvest moon, and things of that nature. And the new moon is when there is no moon visible because it is covered, I guess, by the shadow of the sun. Now, I'm not an astronomer. I'm not an astrologer. I'm an armchair astrologer, which means I probably know just enough to be dangerous, hopefully only to myself and not to others.
others. So I do want to let you know if you have anything to contribute to the conversation, it's always welcome, and I'm always open to suggestions and clarifications and comments. So I want to let you all know that this is a learning process, and the purpose of coming together in community is so that we can all grow and contribute to the information together. So what I have found out about the moon cycles, just even in the last year, I've always been drawn to the moon and certainly um, aligned myself with that kind of energy, the full moon. I love moonstones as crystals. But it's really only been about the last year or so that I started being intentional about using the moon times to do spiritual work in my life. And one of the key things that I have learned is about uh, the art of releasing and the art of manifesting under the moon energy. So I have actually read two different theories about the moon cycles. One says that with the full moon, you release things so that as the moon gets smaller and smaller, those things in your life will also then get smaller and smaller, and that you then set intentions or plant with the new moon so that as the moon grows fuller and fuller, that energy also then grows fuller and fuller. Now, I have also seen forms where people talk about that this is actually the reverse is true and that when the energy of the moon is fullest, then that is the time to actually do your manifestational work rather than your release work. So I don't know which one actually is correct, and I think that – I think it just depends – Maybe it's somewhat subjective if you're a person who has learned to do it in a certain time frame and that's working for you, then keep working. Um, I kind of just look at the the background scholarly to say, you know, I have to admit that I've seen differing opinions on what to do. And, of course, I'm not a moon expert. Uh, People who tend to follow a very earthly path, uh, people who are aligned with uh, more of the old practices, the old ways, pagan, uh, witch, uh, you know, I, I dislike the fact that the term witch is so negative in our popular society because it certainly does not need to have a negative connotation for people who practice more earthly uh, arts, if you will. But um, so people who are more uh, stud- studied on those ways tend to have a little bit deeper knowledge. I tend to follow with the general mainstream astrology followers who are are less practiced, I think, in that area. So what I have decided or found is that when I work with the moon energy, one thing that I've learned is that you write out what it is you are trying to do. Now, the act of writing itself is a tool of manifestation. And why I say that is because when we have thoughts and creative energy or ideas that come into our space, until there is an energy that moves them out of our mental space, then it remains that. It just remains a thought possibility. 
And in order to catalyze that, then it is helpful to do some kind of physical action to put energy behind the intention in order to help it become a reality. So there are many, many people who swear by if you write things down, if you write your intentions, if you write your vision board even is one of those kind of activities where you're going through and you're physically cutting out pictures or bookmarking pictures or things that have a visual aspect of what it is that you are trying to manifest as a way to bring your energy towards that manifestation. So journaling and writing is a tool uh, certainly that can help you do that. Now, if you are looking to observe the moon energies, then certainly you can take the habit of writing um, each month a different intention and manifestation on an ongoing basis. Now, I will say that I am not that disciplined. Um, some folks are very disciplined. They meditate every day. They're constantly working their intentions and manifestations. You know, I do good to get my meditation in, but when it comes down to some of the more disciplined practices like writing and journaling, I must admit that I'm a little bit on the, I won't, well, I guess I could say lax, although lax is somewhat of a negative term. I guess I'm doing it just the capacity that I have right now, <laughs> that I have room to grow my capacity for sure. So I've done several times, of, of course, I always put my crystals out when it is time to charge them and the full moon, spend a couple of days out under the full moon on the patio with the crystals to charge and clear their energy and power them up with the good, good juice. But I also have written in letters of release. And what that can look like then is that all the things that you no longer wish to carry forward with you energetically, you can write those things down in your little letter to the universe, and um, you can purge if you are dealing with some kind of hurts or anger, harm that you might feel. If you really want to sit and dig deep, you could actually pull up a lot of stuff that you might have thought was on the shelf or that you've gone away from, but you can dust it off and like really examine where you still have emotion connected to those things. And as you start writing and thinking, you might be surprised if some of the energy of emotion that starts to come forward as you are writing your release things down. Then um, what I can, what you do or what I've done after that is take it outside and somewhere safe, burn the letter, release it, allow it, uh, set your intention that as this burns, these things will be released from my energy and I no longer wish to carry them. I give them to my angels and guides to to dispose of them. You can even use the violet flame as a way to to envision healing around those issues so that you can move forward. Now, I personally have felt the shift in me after I've done full moon, uh, you know, releasing rituals. 
Um, sometimes it's been suddenly, like with a purge of tears, <clears throat> tears or an emotional outbreaking. And other times it's been more subtle when I didn't even realize that I had kind of released the burden until a few weeks later, I guess, is when I finally became aware that I wasn't stressing about something anymore. I wasn't ruminating on something anymore. Now, the important time is, of course, releasing is to work towards manifesting, which is a much more positive activity. It's a future forward kind of activity, whereas releasing is acknowledging that which we have already experienced and manifesting is setting goals for that which we want to experience. So anytime we can get a boost or a help in terms of making the ideas and the dreams that we have in ourselves a reality, then I say we need to use it. If it's a vision board, if it's a letter and a moon ritual, if it's a consultation with the expert, all those things, activities that go to helping us fulfill our deepest wishes and fantasies in my book are certainly welcome and embraced. So what this Libra new moon, I've read, you know, several articles. You can you can Google the term Libra new moon, and there are a variety of articles out there that speak to the opportunities that this Libra new moon is bringing. What I know as a Libra sun sign person is that Libra is the sign of relationships. It is the sign of um of partnership, harmonious partnership. Um, it is a sign of balance and fairness and justice. So I always, of course, love this time of year because um, it's my birthday season. And for me, it really is very much like the new year of January when you make your New Year's resolutions. And from what I'm understanding and what I'm reading, um, this is really a very powerful time to set something like New Year's resolutions with that whole intentional energy that we try to use to help motivate us at the beginning of the year. Um, it's become like a personal marker to say, well, if I can't make something stick at the new year, then what am I going to make it stick? So people use the momentum of that to try to help propel them into success. And so what I would challenge is that um, this Libra moon is certainly an opportunity to make it a new year for you. Um, and I think that we can be certain that there will be possibly new relationships, new partnerships that will emerge out of this, or if we have a desire for um, new relationships, if we have a desire for more harmonious partnerships in business and life, then that would be something we really could put our energy to, um, to being able to impact a positive way with this energy. Now, the new moon energy, the new moon moment, I think was at 12 something Eastern time earlier this afternoon, but you can always access the energy surrounding events in the heavens for several days before and after when their influence is, um, is, is available, of course, stronger 
versus weaker. But so if you didn't do something today, then don't worry. You can still do something in the next couple of days to go ahead and maximize the energy. So there are many other planets that are affecting um, where we are. And, I'm, again, I'm not an astrologer, so it's very um, interesting to me to look to people who are astrologers. I did reach out to a couple people that I'm hoping will call in during the show this evening who are astrologers to see if they're going to be able to join us for the conversation. But um, I know that Uranus and uh, Jupiter and all manner of other major things are happening right now. This year has been an incredibly unusual and singular in in my interpretation of it, astrological year. From the full solar eclipse that happened in August um, to the major transitions of some planets that don't move very often, that have shifted signs. We've had um, the equinox and solstice have been particularly strong. And in the esoteric circles, people are discussing constantly the waves of energy that are coming as these alignments in the heavens happen. So you may have heard people talk about the Lionsgate portal, which was 8-8, um, or the 1111 portal, which is coming up. Um, these days are very strong numerolo- numerologically. <laughs> I have a good friend who's hoping to actually get married on 11 one 2017 because the numerology of that would be 11 11 1. So she feels that's very high vibration and opportunity to kind of. Um, set the intention for her new relationship. Now, we also know that this is a one year. So what that means is that we've come through a cycle of concluding the energetic work and the, the major projects, major phases through last year, and that this year is then a formation year. It's a zero-one year. So it's the time right before the emergence of the new. So a lot of people this year may have felt that they ended certain phases, but they have not quite fully started what their new path is. They're in limbo, if you will, um, where they're not in their old job, but they're not at their next job, or they're they're recently out of a relationship and they're not out of the next phase thing, or they've moved, but it's not their permanent home. And that is really par for the course because we still are really formulating our trajectories for the coming year. So if you take this new moon opportunity to look to where you want a new start or a rebalancing or a harmonizing of the partnerships and alliances and relationship dynamics in your life. Um, Maybe you definitely broke up with someone last year or earlier this year and you know that you will not want to have certain energies in your next relationship then you can write your intentions to that 
um, your wish list, if you will. Um, I don't like to necessarily use the word wishes because uh, um, intentions are a lot more concrete than wishes. Wishes kind of has the feeling of hoping for something, you know, um, rather than intending for something. And there is a somewhat subtle difference in how that then manifests uh, because hope uh, can be a longer term thing, whereas intent is that you will something into your reality. So, um, again, what you can do is sit down and, and examine um, your life. Now, it's always helpful to get yourself in good space when you're looking to do energy work. And so the first thing that you would definitely want to do is ground yourself. Ground your energies, clear your space. If you don't have white sage or sage bundles that you can use around your home, I highly recommend it for you to keep sage on hand. You can also get things like Palo Santo or um, there's different sprays that you can find at the metaphysical stores that are combinations of, of clearing herbs and fragrances to manage in your atmosphere. You also can ground yourself by taking a sea salt or salt bath, putting Epsom salt or salt, salinating your water as you soak in your tub, or rinsing your face at the very minimum, your face and your hands, the back of your neck, your forehead, wiping them off with a uh, rag with sea salt water in it. And even just doing that, you can feel an energetic shift as you release energy that is not yours. So ground yourself and uh, come into the intention that you will be present here and rooted in yourself. Um, sometimes it's helpful if you can sit outdoors, lean against a tree, or sit on the ground as you get ready to do your intention work. Lots of different ways. There are also plenty of meditations that you can uh listen to on YouTube. And one thing about YouTube, I will tell you, if something doesn't resonate with you, then release it. You don't have to finish watching it. You don't have to force yourself to listen to something that is not uh, helping you or makes you feel uh, not so positive. Um, it's not for you if that's what your internal meter is telling you. And there are plenty and plenty of content videos out there that you have choices, so don't feel like you have to go with any one thing that you find and commit to it. So you can do a, a root chakra meditation or a chakra tune-up. You can do a grounding meditation. Um, one of the I had a guest on my show on Tuesday. Her name is Jocelyn Robinson. And on her website, she has a free grounding meditation that she has created and shared with everyone. You can find that at uh, jocelynlrobinson.com. And there are plenty of other people who are out there because one of the hardest things to do is to ground our energy because there are so much distractions and we're pulled in so many different ways that most of us don't realize that we are not grounded. And especially for a Libra new moon energy, 
Libra is the sign of scales. And so the challenge of that dynamic is to find balance. And the key thing to remember that I've learned as a Libra is to be in your center. If you look at the scales, they will go back and forth, and that really is an indicator of the external things that are influencing you. But the center of the scale has to remain firm-footed in order to balance all those other things properly. So the same is true for ourselves that we have to come into our center, into the solid knowing that who we are is okay, even if there are things happening we're not okay with, we can change that with our intention and action. To sit from a place of confidence and compassion towards ourselves and certainly unconditional love for ourselves. Um, when you sit on the earth and connect or stand, you can connect to Gaia energy, earth energy. You can even envision one of my friend's Marcus Howell, who's been on the show before, he um, talks about allowing yourself to feel like you're in a field of grass and that the grass begins to grow around your legs and your feet and you begin to put in your own roots into that field and feel the greenness of yourself as a leaf of grass or a strand of grass also then in that field as a visioning exercise. So whatever you do, come into the center of yourself and take several deep breaths as you are coming into that center space. Clear yourself. Now, the other thing that is helpful is to clear negative energy. Clear your energy in general just to be able to focus. So a tool that you can use to do that, I learned this one from um, Echo Bodine of uh, the Viva Institute. She's a very well-known psychic and teacher, and she has a visualization that involves imagine yourself with a white sheet uh, several feet below you, and that slowly but surely you move that white sheet up below your feet, up through your feet, and then up through your legs into your body. And as you envision this white sheet moving up, it is pulling all of the lint and the fuzz, the energetic dust, the anything that you want to envision. You can envision it as dirty, grimy. Um, dust, like uh, in that little white glove test where they always run a white glove across the window seal to see if you're really clean and you look at the fingertip and it's all black and nasty. Well, that's how you would envision the white sheet pulling all of that as you slowly lift it up through your body. And there's no rush with this. Take as much time as you need. And as you do, then imagine you being crystal clear through your legs and your energies, through your chakras as you get that uh, sheet all the way up through. And you could just say, please clear my mind. Please clear my energy. Clear my mind. Clear my energy. And then until finally you envision the white sheet above your head with this bundle of gunk in it, and you can tie up the four ends of your sheet 
and then basically fling it up and release it, never to return to you, to into the light or the angels. And so you basically sparkle yourself up. <laughs> Ground yourself, clear your negative energy, and then state an intention that the, the work that you are doing is going to be for your best and highest good. Then you take out your pen and your paper and start to write what it is that comes forward for you. When you imagine your potential, when you imagine the life that you would want to have for yourself, when you imagine the changes that you would like to undertake in your life. Let's say that you are wanting to get a new job, a better job. Maybe you're wanting to move somewhere, but you don't know how that can happen, but you know that you want it to happen. Well, the way that you can use manifestation energy is as you are writing your future, you feel your has been already attained. So as you sit there and consider what would a balanced and harmonious relationship look like to me, you know, um, and I kind of tend to shy away from the whole, well, my ideal man looks like this. He's about 6'1", bald-headed, beard, bow legs and three degrees and two cars, okay? That's very, very specific. Um, and you certainly are welcome to to use manifestation in that way. And I do know people who you get exactly what you ask for. It just may be that you don't want what you get once you get it. So what I have found is to be less concerned about the superficial or the the physical details and more concerned about the quality or qualitative details. So if you want a, a partner in your life that has trust, that has adventure, that has excitement, that has romance, that has mutual respect, um, all those things, you can write that and then allow all of the universe's abilities to select for you the energy that would best be suited for that to attain your intention and deliver it to you. And one thing I do know is that our guides and the angels, source power, creator power, if you don't like people who, you know, let's say don't like is rather harsh, but let's say you don't find yourself normally attracted to people who are, say, a foot shorter than you or two feet shorter than you. I believe that ultimately our needs, desires, and <coughs> excuse me, physical compatibilities are known. So if the universe wants to at all times fulfill our best and highest purpose, then excuse me, it's more than likely that as they uh, deliver to you the energy of your intention, those little details about how a person looks will be included in the package. It's almost like it goes without saying that something that as 
as small as a person's nose size or, you know, hairiness or all the little things that we say, oh, goodness gracious, I could never date a person such and such like that. What you'll find is either the overwhelming energy of that person will be so much in line with your intention that all of the other concerns fall away or your surprise package will appear in the form that is most pleasing to you. So, you know, I kind of don't worry about that uh, when, I come, when it comes to manifesting. <clears throat> now, if um, I want to have a partnership in employment, then what you look at writing down is what would it feel like for you to have a good day at work or doing something that earns you money? It may be that you want to be free to travel, that you want to experience more flexibility in your work schedule, that you want to have more economic satisfaction out of what you do, but you just don't see where or how, what job it is that you should apply for. Well, this would be an opportunity for you to sit down, write down all those things that you want to feel engaged, that you have to feel like your mental effort is valued, that you are helping other people if that's important to you, that you have a good commute and you're not spending your time in the car, um, that the people who you work with are people who you enjoy and that you work better with them. All that can be in your Libra New Moon Manifestation Letter to the Universe. And then let, again, the possibilities of what can come to us are so much greater than what our minds can grasp. And as a Libra, you know, we're very good at air signs, we're very good at considering from things from a lot of different angles. You know, I, I feel really confident in my ability to provide alternate perspectives to people. But I'm not omnipotent. I'm not all-knowing. I'm very much limited by my human thinking of logic. And so I try to pull back where my over-determination or my vision is more narrow than what can possibly be delivered to me by powers greater than myself. And I think that's the thing that is so exciting about um, getting into manifestational practices is that you literally can blow your own mind (laughs) by what is returned back to you as you start to do your intentions. Uh, I know people who uh, have been journaling and keeping track of their manifestation for a long time, and they could pinpoint with very exacting certitude what they manifested each moon. They'll, you know, they will say, well, I did my business manifestation under such and such, and within this amount of time, I saw the fruits of that come out. Um, you know, if you want to get into that, you certainly can, but I know that Uh, With the solar eclipse, I set several intentions and manifestations and releases and um, have been part of watching those with more attention than I did other things. And I'm very much um, excited about this 
particular time with the Libra new moon to be able to go further, go deeper, and look to see where my partnerships are manifesting, making sure that there is not anything that I want to tweak. And then basically I'm going to be sitting down and writing my dream come true. Like what would really 2018 look like to me if all my dreams were coming true? And I'm going to write that and, you know, set intentions and prayers, if you will, and ask them for my angels and guides to um, help me with that uh, when I release it as part of this ritual. Now, there are several people who you can participate also in online healing calls. I know that... um, like Emily Harrison of the Akashic Academy and her group, um, she does monthly moon rituals and makes them public. Um, There are lots of Facebook groups and communities and also people on YouTube who certainly focus strongly on the new moon and full moon manifesting. Now, for people who want to get more information on astrology, I always try to provide documents or sources, recommendations for people who want to go further, because I do know this is a rather cursory and and brief conversation about it. And there are people, smarter people in the room than me. So several people who I listen to on YouTube that I would recommend. Pam Gregory is a YouTuber who very much focuses on the moon. And each month she has at least two videos about two weeks leading into the moon phase explaining in about uh, 15 or 20 minutes what the energy is that's available and the thing that you can consider and uh, meditate on leading into that energy. Also, Barbara Goldsmith, I just love her channel. I've been watching it for several years. And actually she and Pam actually recently did a uh, a collaboration interview that is available on both their YouTube channels. And uh, Barbara is actually in Greece, so it was quite an international conversation. But the two of them very much focus in on how you can use the moon very specifically um, to do deep, deep work on yourself. Now, also uh, Kelly Rosano is another astrologer who um, is on um, YouTube. She's also very good. Um, And all these videos are going to be probably a half hour or less in that category. Some are 10 to 15 minutes if you're looking at Barbara or Pam. They're on the shorter side. Uh, Kelly tends to be in the middle. And now they're also a, a more recent person who I've started following is David Palmer, the Leo King. Um, now he's he's flashy and fun-spirited, and his videos are ranging from anywhere from 8 to 45 minutes or ab- above. 
but he's in a live studio kind of environment, and he does Facebook Lives while he's doing his broadcast. So he's able to answer real-time questions from the community about what does this mean. And, of course, when you get into astrology, it's just so much more than just whether the moon is full and, or the moon is new. There are so many other planetary influences. But it certainly matters which zodiac sign the moon is mani- is, is is placed in. And so we, you know, we definitely cannot forget that zodiac influence when we're looking at using these energies. Um, I'm trying to think if there are any other astrologers. Oh, Nadia Shah is an astrologer who I also listen to fairly regularly. Um, I definitely advise everyone to at least listen to someone specifically, A, if you can listen to an in-depth horoscope at the beginning of the month or at mid-month or different times, that's very positive. But if you can also listen to some of the specialized videos that will say, you know, transit Venus, uh, Jupiter and Scorpio, Saturn retrograde, uh, new moon in Libra, full moon in Aries, eclipse in Virgo. You know, all these eclipse in Leo. All these things have larger context than what I can really get into during the showtime. So I definitely encourage you to go and dive a little deeper. Now I have a couple callers who've been listening on the show on the line, and I want to check in with you as we're in the last segment of the show and see if you have any new moon work that you are trying to do, if you are trying to uh, manifest something, or if you have an awareness of the moon and just where you're at. So let me check in first and see here. We have a caller with the area code 770. You're on the air. Do you want to have contribution to the conversation tonight? Okay, I'm going to check in with caller number 404 and see if you want to check in for the conversation tonight. You're on the air. Hey. <laughs> hey. You I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, doing great, doing great. I appreciate those um, the information on the manifesting and the different ways that you were doing uh, to do it and everything. So that was one of the things that I had started trying out to kind of write things down and put some order to my day. And, and you know, some days it goes you know pretty on point, and then other days there's some hiccups. But it's you know basically trying different things and. You know, just trying to stay in balance and recognizing when you're not and, you know, just seeking knowledge constantly. So for me, it's it's been a journey. Like you said, you, I know enough to be dangerous, mm-hmm. but the beauty is it, of it is that I'm learning newer things as I step out more and more and try to, you know, and to feed that spot. You know, so mm-hmm. it's a journey, I think, anywhere you go. Now, have you done moon manifesting regularly before, or are you just kind of as it comes up? Well, my my first try was the um, the the moon we had right before the eclipse and the eclipse. Now, it's kind of weird with me because I'm a night person. 
So I'm the kind of person that can sit out on the porch the middle of the night with nothing but the moonlight and just be like in my spot, in my place, you know, real zen-like. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was something that I had been doing naturally and didn't realize I was doing it, you know what I mean, because it just felt like the moon was just always a peaceful place for me. And once I took astronomy and started learning about the different phases of the moon, and as I started walking through my spiritual journeys, I started understanding how the phases connected to different energies and moods. And I was like, okay, you know, and in my thirst for knowledge and everything and learning about, you know, old religions and how they parallel what's going on in the sky a lot, what's going on in people's mind and different things like that, it's it's fascinating. But for me, I'm just kind of mm-hmm. getting into it, so... You know, we always heard that, you know, on a full moon, people lose lose their mind. So that's the first Mm -hmm. time I can remember someone referencing the, the, you know, the effects of the moon. You know, it's always on the full moon. You know, they're going to lose their mind. So it's Mm -hmm. different to hear different perspectives and to also look at the energy differently as far as manifesting. Well, it's interesting because when you look at the old farmers' almanacs, yeah, they talk about when you plant. You know, um, I'm not a farmer, so I may get it wrong, but, you know, you plant under the new moon certain crops and mm-hmm. you harvest others, and there's a whole reason for that. And, of course, fishermen will say the fish are biting or the fish are running mm-hmm. at the full moon or they're mating at the new moon. You know, and again, I'm not, don't quote me on those uh, alignments because I may be getting them totally wrong, but certainly fishermen know what the moon is doing. People who plant know what the moon mm-hmm. is doing. So it's same thing well, for, for planting me. and harvesting in our uh-huh. life, you know. For me being a city girl, I had no idea or even understanding of the farmer's almanac. So the first time I really kind of knew it, but it was like, you know, the old people would buy it to get their numbers. So I was kind of mm-hmm. confused on what exactly it was until I moved down south and met a man who liked the fish, who was like, mm-hmm. got to read the farmer's almanac, and it says it's going to be, and I'm like, so there's really all that information in there? You know what I mean? And I just, I was astonished on how the first time I, he brought one home and I really actually looked through it and was like, wow, how are they able to be this precise to say that this is going to happen and this, that, and the other? And I was like, okay. And you just see how things are so naturally connected and how complicated we try to make things. Well, you know, you know so. I was going to say, one thing is that modern technology and and our evolution has actually been what has shifted our reliance. If you had to get oh. up when the sun was up and get your work done, and then you, after the sun went down, it was dark, you know, because there was no electricity mm-hmm. and you had to use lamp oil and you were manually yeah. having to do stuff like catching fish and planting seeds. Right. All of that stuff, you know, was naturally something you paid attention to because everything in your world depended on it. 
Now we live in a time that is kind of out of season, and people are finding that our biorhythms are somewhat Mm -hmm. um, askew or somewhat off. You know, Um, we're being Mm -hmm. we've been readjusted to where we're not rested. We're not going with the flow of energy. We're pushed to go against, 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 but we conform until it becomes regular habit. So if anything, Mm -hmm. doing moon-type manifesting and rituals is a way to bring us back to a very nature-focused cycle. If nothing else, then you will recognize when the moon is full, um, and when the moon is new, because you've made a personal note to be observant of it. And right. honestly, many exactly. women will find that their menstrual cycles tend to align with the moon as well. I know labor and delivery nurses will tell you that uh, people go into labor around the full moon, you know, as well. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's, uh, you know, again, being mindful and part of the practices of Meditating, grounding, being intentional, spending a few moments, what that really does serves us to do is to take us out of the routine of i got to watch this TV show, i got to cook dinner, i got to do such and such. If anything, it just carves out a little space. And even having that right. little space where you spend a little mental energy really putting purpose into your life, or the life right. that you're creating for yourself, you go from accidental manifestation to intentional manifestation. Right. And I think exactly. the moon is a wonderful way to do that. Yes, and in your yeah. writing as far as going back and using an ancient kind of thing, because the first really worship that we understand was that of nature because it meant death or, you know, life or death, like you said. Um, you know, nature told to tell whether or not the crops are going to be good or not, you know, or if we starved or we ate, you know, and we see that in different periods of life. But we also see that we run a cycle even in ourselves, like you said, that connection to nature. So, of course, it would be going back into what is familiar, what is, who and exactly who we are. We always have to say we're made from dirt, you know what I mean? So why not reconvene <laughs> to a certain point in the whole nature of it? And, mm-hmm. you know, the distractions are what they are. You know, uh, we talk back and forth about the power of the Internet and just as how much positive things which you can find with it, we can match it with double the negative, of how it literally becomes a distraction and how it allows us to become individuals instead of unified. And I really believe that's how we're supposed to be, you know what I mean? We're not supposed to be just cocooned and there are four walls and this is mine. We're supposed to be out communing, helping each other grow and moving forward as a species. And that's what our electronic age kind of did that. Yes, I can call you at the fly at the moment, but instead of me connecting with you on a physical kind of thing of, you know, touching hands, you know, having a meal together, it's just quick check-ins, you know, like microwave food. Yeah, it may not Mm -hmm. be all that great for me, but it's quick and I can eat it on the go. Right. (laughs) You know, so. Well, (laughs) And I'm seeing more um, 
people doing like outdoor yoga sessions, and I'm seeing more of those pop up on Facebook. Facebook also, where people are like inviting people, let's go outside in the park and just do yoga and stuff like that. But again, it's like giving that energetic intention, you know, to bring collective intention, which starts at individual intention, you know. Um, Everything starts at home first. That's why I said we start Mm -hmm. in the center of that Libra. That's a really good example, regardless of whether you're a Libra or not, is to be in the center, even in your partnerships, to be centered in yourself and then balance the external. You know, you have energy for the external when you've given energy to yourself. You have love for the external to be out in partnership and community when you've given love to yourself. So grounding and taking that moment of of focus then to say, whew, okay, it's me. Now Yeah, and I love me. And I and I love me. Yeah. I love me. And if you can and you're right, if you can love you, that can that just pours out onto other people because you want somebody else to feel like you to love themselves. And I think a lot of times we get caught up in not understanding how much we have neglected ourselves and not loving ourselves. Well, this is the time for it because it, it's some of the articles I'm reading, like on Forever Conscious and um, Mystic Mama, they talk about if you are out of balance, in any way, right now, you should be feeling it. Like you're going to be mm-hmm. have an opportunity to see, okay, am I overextended here? Is this relationship out of balance? Am I giving? Am I receiving? What's being pulling on me? So this is a time of recalibration. Um, let's mm-hmm. calibrate the scale. Let's find the center. Let's tear it out a little bit. <laughs> And make sure we're yeah. at the right balance and that we haven't accumulated weights and things that are not ours that are skewing our bal- our ability to be in balance. So if you've got yeah. an over-demanding boss at work that expects you to be answering the phone after hours and all this kind of stuff, then you're going to feel it. If you have a, a spouse or partner that is not giving you the energy that you feel like you're giving to them, you're going to be seeing it so that you can do what you need to do. And a lot of times it's not about pointing the finger at the boss and saying, oh, you're a tyrant. You need to, it's more about what we need to do than to set Mm -hmm. a boundary to manage that dynamic rather than, you know, dumping the external things on the scales. We manage the internal and then all that other stuff will balance out. Yeah, I definitely agree. I I was going to give you a commercial clip like, and if you don't know, just call the Psychic Inside Show. They'll put your stuff (laughs) front street. (laughs) They'll put it right out there for you. (laughs) That's right. You won't even have to question or anything. They'll just go ahead and tell you. So that was my little commercial clip. I know, right? Well, what what Monica's talking about. 
is the Psychic Inside Show, which airs on this channel on Tuesday evenings. And every week I have a different psychic on who shares about their journey and their experience, understand their gifts and abilities. And as a bonus, many of them offer free psychic readings during the final segment of their interview. So uh, Monica's right. You can call in and get a little advice from the spiritual realm if you're stuck on something anywhere, you know. Um, Most definitely. Now, tonight I did something different for the show. I did go ahead and dive into my oracle cards to see what messages um, should be our focus for this Libra New Moon. And the first card that came up was the Cupid card, which talks about loving yourself. And um, the message says, we send great waves of love into your heart and mind, awakening your love for life itself. Your clear decisions to accept and enjoy romance have triggered a reawakening. Allow yourself to spontaneously celebrate love in all of its glorious aspects. So I was speaking about how this is the sign of Libra, which is the sign of partnership, the sign of balance and it's really the first sign of partnership as we progress through the, the zodiac. And, of course, everybody Libra loves being in love. So it is definitely a message from uh, the higher realms that we are to look at our relationships right now, and there's plenty of opportunity for us to fall in love with the relationships that we have. And it doesn't have to just be the romantic relationships that we have. But the first thing, again, we always have to remember the rule of one is it comes back to us first. Fall in love with yourself. Fall in love with your your life. Come into partnership with all the aspects of yourself, your higher self, your intuition, your inner guidance that you sometimes ignore. Come into unity with that balance out the aspects of yourself, and then all these other things, you won't be able to stop them from flowing towards you once you are really dwelling in that love energy because we, your vibe attracts your tribe. So you will be able to manifest uh, relationships that you desire using this moon. And the other card that came out is a card called Cultivating Prosperity. The abundance of of the universe is pouring into my life. Now, this particular oral card, I love it because it's got a field with a wheelbarrow and lots of little plants, like vegetable plants planted in a garden, really neatly in order. And so I just think that's wonderful because, again, it talks about intention of planting seeds to cultivate what you want in terms of your life in abundance. So that's two really wonderful messages that you can cultivate the relationships and the prosperity and the loving partnerships on all levels using this energy right now. So as you're thinking about your letter, think about what would you like to cultivate? What do you want more of in your life? Do you want more time with your family? Do you want more time with your children? Do you want more time traveling? Do you want more time meditating? Um, Do you wish to have more income or more financial abundance and stability? Um, Do you wish to be able to give more to the world around you? Now is the time to plant those seeds, 
write it in your letter, your Libra New Moon letter, <laughs> and uh, get to it, you know. And as this weeks go by, look to, it's like you need two letters, one that you release and then a, a list that you keep in mind for the things that you set your intention for. That way, every other day or every couple of days, you can look to see what have I done now to the fulfillment of that manifestation uh, that I set for myself. Because in some cases, you can set it and forget it, and it goes and goes and goes. But in other cases, you have to put your energy to it, especially when it comes to manifesting. If you don't do work and tend to the weeds in your prosperity garden, then you might find out that your struggling little plants choked and then you have to start over again, maybe because you weren't paying attention or you let something languish, you didn't water it, you didn't nurture it, things of that nature. But I will share these uh, cards on the Vibrarian Facebook page so that you can see them as well because I think that's so wonderful. Um, and I just shuffled and, of course, asked as we were having the show what messages would be best supporting to the listeners this evening. So uh, Cupid and cultivating prosperity is a wonderful message for this evening. I can't tell if we lost Monica on the line or not. <laughs> but, um, you know, I really oh, excited. Oh, no, I'm here. To be... I'm here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, those cards were really interesting. So I'm definitely going yeah. to share them. And I would invite you to join me on Facebook as well if you want to talk about what you're wanting to cultivate, if you want to talk about the new partnerships that you're calling into your life. And it could be that you have an old relationship that now just gets some new life because it's time for a romantic kick in the arm or a shot in the butt or something to get the mojo back going. And a lot of times that can also shift as you shift your energy towards the partnership. So you don't have to think that you're going to have to run now and get divorced and then go careening off into the Caribbean to have Stella got her groove back. You know, a newness renewal and newness can happen um, in any situation. And sometimes even with our work environment, we can shift ourselves so that it feels new rather than continue to struggle with a dynamic that is challenging. Other times we need to leave, you know what I'm saying? But sometimes yeah, it's possible to get a new <laughs> lease on life, if you will. <laughs> so. Yeah, know the difference. Know the difference because that right. was one of the things that I know I struggled with. And just sometimes we get just so bogged down in a routine and in fear that we don't know that we're doing ourselves more damage than good. And it's hard to step out there, but whew, the way to you know, live sometimes it's just what like comes out for people. Well, so yeah. That's what comes out as you look to ground yourself and you get really honest with yourself about your circumstances, what can I control, what can't I control, what can I tolerate, mm-hmm. how do I move from tolerating to thriving, all those things as you look, especially for, you know, your self-balance in the external dynamics that you have created partnerships with, this is the opportunity to, you know, go ahead and say, look, I'm not happy with my boss. I don't see this resolving 
So, okay, universe, I intend to manifest the, the situation that works for me where I can be valued, not stressed, feel at peace, feel passionate. That's my intention. No, I don't know what that job looks like. You know, everybody's like, where you find where those jobs at? <laughs> I don't know where you find it at, but guess what? There's higher powers that do that will return to you a custom answer to your intention. A lot of times we don't actually then, we acknowledge that we're pissed or we're unhappy, but then we don't make up in our mind, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. still say, I'm in and I just have to bear it. But even that energetic shift in yourself to where you shift and turn on a light switch inside of you that says, I am ready to leave this situation. Then all the, like, I kind of figure it like it's like Santa's workshop. You know, like um, somebody orders a a little toy and then everybody gets to work building the toy. But it's like if you don't know what the order is, then they're like, oh, there's no order in for us to make this for you. (laughs) So I guess you just, you know, it's kind of like making your Christmas list <laughs> in spirit and in truth mm-hmm. because you you got to want to then shift and change and answer to your solution, you know. And once you set that, especially if you then write your intention as manifesting, you can say that it be peaceful, a peaceable transition because sometimes we can transition out of stuff and we get what we ask for, which is to leave the situation, but sometimes it's a little harsh. So we can always right. ask for support, you know, that it happened in the best way possible for me. Sometimes that includes, you know, there's some, some challenges, but uh, other times we can find that it's so much easier than we ever anticipated like, wow, six months ago I hated my job, and now six months later, who would have known that I would got get a call from so-and-so and that this opportunity would work out, and I happened to hear about it on the Elevate. You know, you just never know the avenues that will right. open up until you look back and say, wow, back in October I made a, a intention that I was going to be in a better partnership. I did. I forgot I did that. And next thing you know, then six months later, you've moved effortlessly into a new, balanced, harmonious dynamic that um, solved kind of all the things that weren't working for you. And I think I heard one lady today, uh, Marla Kelly on Twin Astrology on YouTube, who talked about the the energetic, uh, one of the planets that's influencing this will not be making its final conclusion until the spring um, equinox in March. Is it March? Yeah, the equinox in March. So mm-hmm. that is significant because that leads you through, like, your intentions and planting until spring Uh, you know, for things to emerge from the soil and start to grow. So you've got like six months, and I'm looking back at this cultivation card, you know, you've got uh, from Mm -hmm. now until March with that particular energy to cultivate for yourself new dynamics, new love, Mm -hmm. new partnerships, new harmony, new balance, new focus, new fairness in your life. 
as well. Yeah, most definitely. And that's the thing is to get moving. You know, some, you know, sometimes that's it's just true. writing one sentence, you know, and daring yourself to dream and to think outside the bubble or reexamine, that's, you know what I mean, the bubble that you put, you know what I mean, that you're looking through to be able to expand it. Like you said, it with you. David Palmer, the Leo King, his video, he talks about how there are doors open right now that are not going to be open, that by the middle of December, that energy and opportunity, there's some planets that are contributing right now that will not ever be back in our lifetime in this particular energetic alignment. So if you ever wanted to manifest something, for yourself now seems like it's the time to do it. We've cleared, we've gone through some some major transitions this year. It's a zero one year. Plant your seeds and it, or at least know what you want to grow, even if you're not quite at the place where you can plant them. Envision the life you want for yourself now. And then take it out of the vision in the mind space and begin to put action energy behind it. And that can be something as simple as, like I said, writing down on a piece of paper for yourself um, the intention with this new moon and maybe keeping a list or writing an affirmation on your mirror or putting it somewhere where you can be reminded of it. And then every day, Ask to receive the, the knowledge of what you can do on a day-to-day basis to actually then move your dream vision forward because it's not a passive thing where you just set it and then boom, it's an active thing. You set it and then you stir it and you weed it and you sprinkle it and you put energy to it in small ways and before you know it, you will have a mighty oak tree, <laughs> you know, growing for yourself as full of this uh, prosperity that it says that we have the ability to cultivate. Well, this right. has been a, an interesting conversation. I just always enjoy talking with uh, my listeners and audience, those who have been called in um, and listening. If you have any questions before we sign off, just press the one key and let me know. We've had a few people listening online And on the phone lines, I appreciate your tuning in. Um, I do invite you to come back on Tuesday for the Vibrarian, uh, excuse me, the Psychic Inside Show, which is the same phone number, same time. We have an interview every week. And then also on Thursdays where we'll be talking about the the next hot topic. Um, I do know we have a um, show coming up about DMT, which is – a psychedelic that a lot of people are experiencing uh, in terms of helping to expand their spiritual awareness. It comes in many forms. We can, you've heard people talk about peyote, ayahuasca, uh, the, the mother vine, um, uh, sapo or frog, toad medicine. There's a lot of different ways that DMT is uh, Receive, but almost everyone agrees that it can be a very transformative psychedelic experience. So I will be having uh, some guests on about that. And then um, 
Let's see, we've got a few other topics. Past life regression is going to be coming up, past lives, and people will be invited to share uh, knowledge of the past lives that you've received. And I just really appreciate your support of this show. The Vibrarian uh, on Facebook, the Good Vibe Tribe community, I, I definitely encourage you to connect with me in that space. And look for the pictures of the cards that came up for tonight's show. Uh, they'll be on Facebook later. And until the next time that we have an opportunity to meet, I definitely wish that you have the most abundant blessings that are there just waiting for you and that the love and prosperity that you are going to be creating and cultivating with this Libra new moon brings you into the balance and harmony energy that you wish to have in your life. And until the next time when we have a conversation, I honor the light in you as it is the same light that reflects in all of us. Namaste.